With the deaths of Rune and Ahat's history, Father Isaac is completely friendless among the Mohawks. Or is he? Resolved to continue his mission to the natives, he receives an unexpected visit that brings new hope. And a question, should he remain a slave in captivity, or does God have another plan for him? The Saints, Adventures of Faith and Courage, Isaac Jogue, Episode 4, Escape from Osernanon. Listen to all the episodes and discover new shows at thesaintspodcast.com. Are you enjoying The Saints? You can thank homeschooling for that. I'm Peter Atkinson, a proud homeschooler. Unleash your child's potential with our sponsor, Colby Academy. From classic homeschooling to interactive live online classes, Colby brings flexible and personalized education to the comfort of your home. Learn more on customizing your homeschooling experience at thesaintspodcast.com slash Colby. Stop, Black Robe! Where are you going? To find my friend's body and give him a decent burial. Go then. When you come back, we'll do the same to you. Demon! Dear Lord, guide me. Help me to find René's body and bury it. Where have they left you, poor René? René! René! René, I will find you. I will bury your body. I'll go back and face our tormentors. I'll go back to the Mohawk chief. Do not cry out or let them see your fear, Eustace said. You have our lady's help. Where are you going, black robe? To see the chief. He'll kill you. Let him. I'd rather die a martyr than a coward. Chief, I have come to speak with you. You enter my longhouse uninvited, Black Robe. Take care. Tell me where my friend, the young Frenchman, is. He is dead, Black Robe. You saw it yourself. Tell me where his body is. With the dogs, the wolves, the foxes, where he belongs. How dare you blaspheme against a martyr of Christ? The Lord will punish you for this. You are brave, Black Robe. You have the fiery heart of your Huron friend, Eustace. May he rest in peace. Join us, Black Robe. We are about to eat. May the Mohawk God who rules the living and the dead bless this food. Give him food. Sit, Black Robe. I will not eat what has been offered to a demon. You're hungry, Black Robe. Eat! I will not. You? Refuse me? I do not understand you, Black Robes. You are starving, yet you do not eat. You are a man, yet you do not take a wife. You are beaten and mocked, yet you will not curse us. How can we trust you? You are not as nature made you. Do you not see that your life is in my hands? My life is in God's hands. You hold no power over me. I could have you killed right now. But you won't. If it were in your interest, you would have done so already. No, 
I am worth more to you as a hostage to trade with the French or the Dutch. Your threats have no power over me. I am ready to die now, tomorrow, whenever you decide. You astonish me, Black Robe. Go. Find your friend's body and bury it. I know not where it is. Ask among the people and they may help you. Goodbye, Chief. I pray that the Lord Jesus Christ may touch your heart and sow seeds of conversion here among your people. Some Algonquin captives helped me find René's body, which had been hidden for sport by some Mohawk braves. I buried it in a secret place in that same ravine, his final resting place until the end of time. O God, by whose mercy the faithful departed find rest, bless this grave and send your holy angel to watch over it. As we bury here the body of our brother René, deliver his soul from every bond of sin, that he may rejoice in you with your saints forever. I had been at Osananon for almost a year now, and my ultimate fate was a subject of great interest among the Mohawks, as they went about their daily work, grinding corn, tanning hides. They made no effort to hide their opinions from me. One day, as some women in my longhouse were grinding corn, one mentioned that I was to be killed that week. Another insisted that no, I was to be traded to the Dutch for firearms. A third was sure that I'd be given to the French for a large quantity of furs. Looking directly at me, and knowing I understood them, they all agreed that I was a burden to the village, and that I would bring them bad luck and misfortune. Soon after, a Dutchman arrived in the village, an ambassador to the Mohawks. They allowed him to speak with me. You have made a strong impression amongst the Mohawks, Father Isaac. Oh? Your letters. Always scribbling, they say. They're fascinated, but distrustful of the practice of writing. Thank you, Monsieur de Vries. I will address this with them. And they don't like that you kneel on the ground when you pray. It is not their custom, they say. But let me speak to you candidly. Please. We have tried to ransom you, Father Joke, but the Mohawk are stubborn. They may be holding out for a better offer from your French compatriots, but it is difficult to know their true intentions. Thank you, monsieur. I have been instructed by my government to ask if there is anything I can do for you, Father Joke, to make your captivity less disagreeable. Monsieur, I am resolved to dwell here as long as it shall please God. My presence consoles the other captives, the Hurons and the Algonquins. I have baptized more than 60 persons in a year. That is my greatest consolation. To see the Christian faith take root among these people, I beg you to recommend that prayers be said and that masses be offered by the French for these new converts. I am told that the news of your captivity has taken the interest of your queen, the royal consort, Anne. If that is true, then I think your chances of rescue are quite promising. We shall see what God wills, monsieur. There is um, another option, Father Joke. What is that, monsieur? Escape. But how, monsieur? To where? We are in the wilderness. I am watched constantly. There is a ship on the Hudson River less than 50 miles from here, near the Dutch town of Bevervik. If you can escape and get there, we will hide you and do the rest. We can have you back in France by Christmas. That is an enticing offer, monsieur. 
But I have to consider those I would leave behind. I am the only priest among the Mohawks. This has become my mission. I cannot abandon these souls. Consider it, Father Duke. You may not have much choice. Death may come for you at any moment. And then where would your people be? I will leave you. Think about that ship waiting on the Hudson River. Godspeed, Father Duke. And you, Monsieur. Nephew. Put your writing down and come here. What is it, Auntie? The Mohawk Council has resolved to kill you. You must escape. They are taking you on a fishing expedition towards the Hudson, where you will be killed. It will be reported to the French and the Dutch as an accident. But, Auntie, I cannot leave you and the other Christians here alone. If you die, we will be alone. And there is no chance of your coming back. Go, my nephew. Go, and return when the time is right. I agreed to the fishing expedition with the Mohawk warriors. I made an examine and prayed for light. Oh Lord God, make clear your will to me. Make clear your will to me. Let not my will but yours be done. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. This way. I was taken by several Mohawk braves a day's journey on foot to the Hudson. We met a Dutch fisherman living by the river some miles north of Beverwick. My hope of escape awaited there in the form of a Dutch merchant vessel. The fisherman invited me to sleep on a cot in one of his outbuildings, the first bed I'd seen in over a year. My Mohawk guards would sleep on the ground outside, but first we ate and the Dutchman drank. Atlantic sturgeon, the best fish in the new world. It will make me a rich man. Can I interest you in some local gin, Father Jogue? It's very stimulating. No, thank you, monsieur. The sturgeon is delicious. The best fish in the new world, I tell you. You could tell that to your French friends if you ever... Well, when you... I mean... Oh, never mind. More gin, anyone! You know, Blackrobe, you are not as bad as they say. But you are converting our people. That is why we hate you. You come between us and will destroy our way of life and tear us apart. The Mohawk Nation will not be divided. Well said. Well said, young Mohawk. Father, what do you say to that? I disagree with you, my brother. Oh, he disagrees. Explain, Father. Perpend. Is it not possible to be both a Mohawk and a Christian? Many of your brothers are, and have chosen freely to be so. Are they less Mohawk than you? They would say no. This land is their home, and they call you their brother. They are devoted to you and your people. I am a Frenchman and a Christian. Our host is a Dutchman and a Christian. True. True. The Frenchman speaks true. I am a Dutchman and a Christian, bless my soul. I am no less French, and our friend here is no less Dutch for professing Christ crucified and resurrected. We are united in our love and devotion for God who made us and all peoples of this world. He is the God who made you. He loves you, and he died for you, so that you might have life in him. A God who dies? This is not the Mohawk way. A God who lives. He is a God-man who conquered death. Enough! 
I have heard enough. I'll stop your mouth soon enough. No! No, don't leave us! Well, well. What a nice little party. More fish, anyone? Here, look, my dogs love sturgeon. <laughs> Come, my pups, feast away. Yes, here, take some more. There's plenty. Don't let it go to waste. More gin? Yes, yes, I will. As I looked around the fire at our company, I knew that my work here in the new world had come to a close. For now. This very evening, as my Dutch host and Mohawk captors enjoyed a gin-soaked sleep, I would make my way past them, down to the Hudson River, to the Dutch boat awaiting me, and, good winning, escape to France. Hi, this is Peter Atkinson, founder of The Merry Beggars. Tune in to episode 5, A Hero's Welcome, to hear the final installment of Isaac Jogue. Listen to all the episodes and discover new shows at thesaintspodcast.com. The Merry Beggars is the entertainment division of Relevant Radio.